Tina Louise Eckert. Hi, that's my best friend, Tara Jean O'Brien. And I'm married. And I am single. And this is Single versus Married, the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) My God, Tina Louise. I know. Check this off the list. I check it off the list. Uh We've been talking about doing this since like three years ago. I know. I don't want to give a year because what if somebody listens to this in like 2028 and they're like, <laughs> oh, three years ago was 2025 and like the, the technology well, has come so much further. Why are they still referencing Game of Thrones finale? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. See? I think because it will be hotly contested for years to come because it, Well, uh, people forgot about The Sopranos. I mean, everyone was really upset about The Sopranos. It just fade the black. And you know, it, it like at least I got really mad about the Sopranos. Like after you get mad about one thing, you can go, "Oh yeah, that was." You got triggered. What did get triggered? <laughs> What's right. another show that had a bad ending? Oh, Lost, which I can't even get into. That's not even. We're not even gonna like put my toe in the water of so invested in that show, and just the least satisfied. See, that doesn't bother show. me at all. When things... did you watch Lost? Yeah, but you know, it doesn't bother me because what bothers me more is when I'm really invested in a show like Smash, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it just goes away. I'm like, that's, I don't even get a finale. I think they, they sold, sold it to Canada, and Canada ran it. They did? Yeah. But, like, we don't get to, like, I went from, like, I can't wait for next oh, week's Smash episode. Oh, You and I, I feel Smash. like you and I were the only two people to watch that show. I think I'm the only person that downloaded the the whole soundtrack. And then you gave it to me, and I'm yeah. so glad I still listen to that soundtrack. <laughs> I love it. It's good. We could do a whole episode about Just Smash. Smash. But let's, because literally. We could uh, Smash. There's, Smash. Yeah. Uh, there's three other people that know what we're talking about. Right <laughs> That's now. it. So Hi, think- guys. <laughs> Click and subscribe. <laughs> Can we try that word again? Subscribe. I was so close. You were so, I was close. so close. You just highlighted one of the reasons um, we decided to do this. Uh, um, well, I mean, who are we? I think is what this episode's called today. Who are we? Well, I think the easiest way to explain who we are is that we really are best friends. In we, real life, in IRL, real. <laughs> as the millennials say. Hashtag. Hashtag. Hello, hashtag. Oh, that's what my husband said. <laughs> he doesn't know the, the order of the hashtag uh, or where he, it goes. He was so proud of himself, though, when he's like, you got so animated when we were talking. He's like, hello, hashtag. <laughs> it won't uh, ever die. It won't ever die. die. So we uh, we find ourselves very entertained just to ourselves. I mean, And, and we have obviously. very different points of view <laughs> about certain things. And I think what is funny is that we don't let the other one off the hook about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you might not convince me. Yeah. yeah. But I can get louder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, as everybody knows, is the best way to prove your point is to just increase your vote. Like just keep it going. I feel like maybe we should tell Congress that. You guys, you know what? You're just too reasonable right your now. Your filibuster is at a level four. Mm, I would really only be paying attention at a level Wait, eight. Wait, do I get any points for knowing yes, the word filibuster? I didn't, I didn't want to, like, highlight it and make you, like, self-conscious. But They're like, going to learn. They're going to learn how we talk. This is a fun fact that Tara Jean is so good at figuring out what I'm trying to say that I'll say there's a word that sounds like this, but this is not the word at all. And she'll be like, cartoonery. And I don't even know how to say that word. Did I even get close? I actually don't really specifically know how to say that word either, but I would say charcuterie. Car- mm. oh, we're really, we're really, Ugh. we're really slicing it. Dice. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, back to, okay. So nobody, like, basically most people have no idea what who these voices belong to. Mm-hmm. So we thought we would do this episode today, which is going to be probably unlike most of the episodes we do, where it's just you and I. I mean, we may get back to just you and I when no one else will come on our show and talk to us. <laughs> Like, yeah. So we're going back to the meet and greet. And we're going we're answering fan questions. Yeah, uh, fan questions uh, that I wrote for Tarji. Oh, look at that! I was gonna say, super weird. There's this one Twitter account that's like Tina Wooies Quirt. Tina Wooies. That's my porn name. That's so rude. I don't even know where to start with that. Right, so why don't we tell okay, us a little okay. bit about you? Okay, so. Uh, I'm, again, Tara Jean O'Brien. That's who this voice belongs to. Um, I was born in Northern California, and I was raised in Nevada, in Las Vegas, in Reno. And before, she's giving me a look right now. (laughs) And I'm just going to say this, because all of my friends associate me as being from Reno, because that's where I went to high school, and that's where, like, a lot of my friends who I still know are from. But I am not, I'm just going to say this very specifically, I am not from 
Reno. So where would you say you are from? I literally, I would say I'm from Los Angeles because I've lived here for so long. Uh, you can't. Do, but I can't. You can't say, oh, I went to college and I'm from Los Angeles. Yeah, I can. I just did it. <laughs> Anyways, the point being is I grew up in Nevada, okay? So I grew up in, like, I like they just say the one state. Like, you don't... It is, because I didn't... I, we moved so much. Okay. I moved 16 times before I was in high school. So that's another fun yeah, fact. And fun. I went to nine different schools. So fight me. <laughs> Anyways, um, and then I moved out here because I went to USC, which, again, I don't want to, like, specify this in any timestamp, but it's not looking good for USC right mm-hmm. now. I'm just saying we've had a few scandals, <laughs> of which I had nothing to do you with. You wash your hands of it. You know I did. I was on the crew team. Lauren and I were on the crew team. I can't and let me tell you what you doing crew. You have little spaghetti arms. No, that's why I was in the back of the boat because you need in the front and the back of the boat the lightest people. So, so the coxswain was people. in the front. It is. Where do you practice crew in Reno? <laughs> you don't because Reno is again. So how do you get on crew? You came to Los this Angeles. is the whole point of the story oh. is that you get on crew. That the the fact that Lori Laughlin paid five hundred thousand dollars for her daughter to get on crew is the most ridiculous thing in the world because it's a walk on sport. Like they beg people to come do it because nobody wants to get up at five in the morning, bus down to San Pedro. Because by the way, UCLA rose in Marina del Rey and we rode in San Pedro. Like so ghetto. Mm -hmm. It's in between like the shipping containers. And we had to sign a waiver literally like the first day before we got in the water. And it says if you fall in the water, you may not sue the school. (laughs) Because you come out with a third eye. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Or whatever it was. Well, maybe so many people caught on to the fact that it was like a walk on sport. So maybe it became like more popular so that's why she had to pay like it could be supply and demand listen i, learned I, that I really like that you're trying to spin this like as a nice thing it's 100 yeah, percent not i feel accurate. like it's a learning experience it's 100 not accurate anyways the point is uh who am i okay so i'm uh i'm an actor i'm a writer i'm a comedian and i'm also in production which i know sounds like 17 jobs but it's literally what i do yeah. i do all of those things i worked as a location manager for about nine years Ugh. i worked on fungi i don't tell me about it and this is no disrespect to my location friends it's a hard job yeah it's a hard job to be a friend with who it's, does that yeah. yeah. I mean, anybody in production, but like, I mean, a lot of people like, you're like, oh yeah, production people work 12 to 14 to 16 hour days. But as a location manager, I'm a department head and entire neighborhoods have my phone number. So I work 24 hours a day. Like angry neighbors will call me at all hours and they do and they have. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say that I work on <laughs> terrible productions <laughs> that are like, we make everybody mad. We don't. It's just that people are often terrible yeah and if they have nothing to complain about they'll find something to complain about and call a stranger in the middle of the night yeah you did a character once on being a location manager and it was so accurate that they, oh yeah they people were like that doesn't really happen i'm like oh i know what happens they I've were heard laugh- these stories yeah. it like was a very successful monologue because people yeah. like that's hilarious it's so outrageous i'm like it's no. actually toned 100%. down yeah it's 100 percent true I'm on improv teams right now i'm on brother bradley at second city i'm on uh, the long-running sketch team drug money and we're at acme we were formerly at io um i wrote for the onion i wrote headlines for the onion which is pretty cool i have one on my wall nobody cares nobody cares (laughs) what the answer is anyways um so that's what i do i've done musical improv i've done musical sketch and how long have you been married i'm not i'm not let's talk about me before we start talking about my husband is it married your identity God damn it. How dare you? I want every married woman to write in Tina Louise and tell her, how dare she? God, that is so anti-feminist. I don't know that word. (laughs) I can't be it if I can't spell it. Good times. Anyways, the point is, I'm a performer, I'm a writer, I'm a production professional, and Tina Louise, who is this glowing young woman in front of me? Okay, Louise, I'm 5'9". <laughs> <laughs> I'm from the Los Angeles area. Oh, I did forget to say, I am married. Art and I have been married for nine years. Oh, now you want to circle back, <laughs> feminist? <laughs> oh, when it's my time? I you want to impede on the single person's time now? <laughs> I don't. I just, I remember we were talking about this, and that's how I was supposed to end it. And so, but Art and I have been together for 16 years. So the point just is, joke. I am an old married so 16 woman. years together and then how many years married nine this nine. year and then how many days before my birthday did you get married four wasn't the sixth or the eighth the tenth <laughs> no my birthday's a tenth i know that you didn't get married september 10th oh no we got married september 5th <laughs> this is already going so well for the married team team mary i know your wedding day better than you 
you like that I said that my, I, with confidence that my wedding date was September 10th, that's my but that's your birthday. <laughs> okay, so back to me. So I grew up in Hollywood and then the Valley, and I'm very proud to say I'm a still a Valley girl with the Valley girl uh, cell phone number. Like, I'm not going to change the 818. It's like, and also, who changes cell phone number? I, had, I still have a Hotmail account. That's like, you're talking like decades ago. People don't do that anymore. But I remember I had like two or three cell phone numbers because yeah. the carriers used to like take the phone number. Oh, rude. I know. No, I love my number. Um, I'm one of six children, which explains a lot of who I am. <laughs> you're shaking your head. <laughs> it's a horror idea. It always is weird up. for me to hear you say that. Like, like when you like know somebody so well, I'm like, you're of six? I know. But I've never seen all six in one room. Oh, I have. <laughs> <laughs> It's very loud. <laughs> but I kind of grew up as a really, really strong, independent child because my brothers are so much older, and then my three sisters are so much younger than I. So I kind of was like a way too like adult child. Yeah. Like when my mom and my auntie would go to Denny's, and I would insist on having an adult menu because I would not have a child's menu. I would be like insulted. I was like eight. And then I sat on my own table. <laughs> like no coloring book, no, not, no nothing to read. Like I would just sit like with my cup of coffee. <laughs> I love at it. At eight years old. <laughs> I love it. You know, but I, I think like that's a... I think that's why you and I are, are friends is because we were both very independent children for yeah. one reason or another. Yeah. Anyways, Trauma. back to you. Trauma! <laughs> 100%. Uh, I think something more about me is uh, I don't share that much about my personal, but like what I do, like I am an actress and I am a model. But moreover, I think um, I realized actually thinking about it this morning, I've always been in a relationship. Like I've always been in one. Like dating somebody or I just that's true always and then if I'm not like in a real relationship I always was like going on dates with multiple people but not sleeping with them but like always having somebody whatever take me out. and then I was engaged <laughs> and I was in long term <laughs> skink is how he just called me <laughs> like no, my brain was like and then uh I was in a long-term relationship and I was engaged uh I escaped said engagement um after that I kind of went on a I guess you just closed down everything. Like, wasn't into like dating or anything. This is like a rebuilding process. And now I'm dating again. Yay. So single from this point of view of kind of starting like it's like buying a brand new refrigerator and you have to like start <laughs> stocking it with everything. Like, I'm like, do you know how expensive butter is? <laughs> you know, it's like, actually like the best analogy. I think that's tr it's true. Yeah. Because you guys live together too. Yeah. You guys were totally cohabitated. Your whole lives were intertwined. Yeah. So it's like really, but then my emotional refrigerator and pantry, like I had to buy everything. I have to redo everything. Like I didn't even know that like that iodinized salt is like shitty to cook with. <laughs> Get the good like sea salt yeah. grinder. These Spend little two dollars extra for kosher, bro. All new to me. Yeah, yeah. So now that's my expectations now in dating. Like I expect because you already know what you got that you didn't like and didn't work. So now we have to figure out what I do like and do work. And I think when you and I started talking about because you're so used to me being with somebody yeah. for so long, and you and I talking now about like my little trials and tribulations of what's happening with me and your shocked response about things. Oh my god, is what kind of helped us figure out how to cultivate this podcast because we we knew that we are very uh disarming we're very likable you know <laughs> humble <laughs> but like people do enjoy listening to us whatever we're yelling about then we found out that this is something that we actually are surprising each other with information about so this is a great lead-in to us as friends and like why we started teaming up i think this is what it was is i've known you as being in a relationship and mm -hmm. you've known me almost as being in a relationship so you haven't been single in 10 years so for both of us it's a learning experience and i think it's fascinating and terrifying and i am terrified for you for me <laughs> i am but it's also like it makes me re-examine my relationship with my husband because you're just like oh is that what people do now that's interesting like that's a date oh that's interesting that's interesting yeah that is i know you say i knew you before you started dating art but yeah that's a gray area if i don't remember us being friends <laughs> I didn't say we were friends. I said we knew each other. Oh, uh, yeah, see, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. But I do. I knew you living with him. And I knew, mm -hmm. you know. Then I knew, obviously, getting married and right. the whole married. Now I know you guys married. Mm -hmm. And I've seen you through so many processes. And then, like, I think you have seen me through so many steps of being in an over 10-year relationship, you know, just dating, then moving in, then being engaged, and then being unengaged. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But it is. It's interesting to 
to watch each other in these different yeah. states. And I'd be scared for me too because I really am just this little fawn out in the forest <laughs> of all wolves. Yeah, but I'm like like a street fawn. Like I, had, <laughs> you know, like I have... you're a valley fawn. Like yeah. like she's like she wears a good like you know fur coat, but yeah. like underneath it, you're like oh. There's something. There. There's something bad. It's already. That's already a couple layers taken off of I that think she's, coat. She's had other fawn. <laughs> she has. Um, but so, anyways, you and I met because we were both improvisers in a group called the People's Republic of Improv. Love it. PRI. You know, communism staying strong. Sounded really great at the time. It was really great at the time. But that's how we met. And I got into the group because we had a mutual friend, which. He's going to be a guest on our oh, show. but we, he's gonna, It's going to be the first words out of his mouth oh, I anyways. Can't, I, I'm not, we're not going to say it. We'll mm -hmm. let him say it. Yeah. Anyways, he's a friend we love, but we also like just, – it's just such a good eye roll. He's such an eye roll person. I love that we're squinting at I each know. other. <laughs> <laughs> we're already mad. mad. Okay. He's not even here. He's not even here. Bless his heart. Anyways, the best part is he cast us both in his improv, improv group. Wait. I was just rehearsing with you guys. Oh, right. I, I was so excited to just to rehearse and it was something new to me. And uh, – all of a sudden, the postcards came out, and my picture and my name was on it. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm in the show. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I and think then, that was. And then we had a director and a producer of the show. Yes. And then he had to move on because he had his own, yeah, he had his own opportunities. Yeah. And then Tara Jean and I just kind of picked up the reins. Yeah, because like when he left, there was nobody to be the producer to coordinate with the theater or like do the postcards and stuff like that. And so none of the other group members in our group were about to do that. None of them. Not of no. them. And that's <laughs> not saying anything bad. It's just like that's they were like that's just not in their wheelhouse. Yeah. And so a couple type A <laughs> oh, people over and here. And I think that's when we started to really see each other yeah, more than sure. just like improv friends yeah, who just sure. see each other during the show mm -hmm. or rehearsals like we all of a sudden we're like oh she does everything she says she's gonna do and, yeah, oh, she's reliable she's oh that's reliable. interesting huh. Huh, i can rely on her oh, that's funny you're gonna pick me up when i'm down huh. we produced that show for two years as well as being in it oh, and we even bonded more because we thought it would be a good idea to bring in more cast people for the show yeah because our people you know like when you're in an improv group often for anybody that doesn't know like the idea is is that you hope other you know you'll get started getting acting work or like jobs like that people started getting so busy that that we were doing two or three person shows which yeah. is hard because we were doing short forms so and we were only a games. group of five yeah we were so like one person was out we we're like Ugh. yeah it got it got and more girl heavy it was three to two yeah which was the right Oh, the right, the yeah. right way. Anyways, <laughs> so we decided to add some more people. So it was a big audition. Anyways, we hire a bunch of people. You just can't get into our group. Our group is called family. Like, we still have family dinners. Like, we're very close with our, yeah. our improv group. It's just a family. So they just didn't click. We just couldn't have it. Like, we really tried. Yeah, we really it's tried. It's like really trying to like your stepmom. We, so we hired three more people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we hired three more people. We tried for a couple months. And then we fired three people. And then we had to fire three people. But who had to fire everybody? We did. We did. But that was the biggest bonding. There was one person. Oh. Don't her name. Oh. I'm still scared of her. Yeah. That we, like, we really divvied up the per people. Yeah. And then it came to that third. And I took it. Yeah. I was like, what's the worst that I, can happen? I'll, let, I'll just very quickly tell the story of the guy I had to fire. <laughs> So this young man, um, I, I couldn't even pick him out on the street to this day. So, like, I, I really don't know what has happened to him. Anyways, he shows up to a show one night. And on his forehead, he has what looks like blood <laughs> in the shape of a cross. <laughs> and we all just were like, okay, we're warming up. And we're all warming up, but, like, staring at him. And in my head, I'm like, is, is, are none of us going to ask him why he has a bloody cross on his forehead no <laughs> maybe it's a character maybe he's trying out a new character don't i don't know. know and i think his answer and correct me if i'm wrong was like something like oh i cut my finger so i thought i'd just do this no uh, yes but remember he said something i found something on the floor and i ate it that's right he found something on like the some floor. drug or something yes ate and it cut and then his he cut finger. his finger so then he did it on his forehead Go we do need one more person for the show <laughs> but like, i mean we're a person short so like can you say but like could you also wipe the bloody cross off of your forehead? Oh, so that was his last show. That was his last show, and I had to fire him. I'm so proud he had a phone. <laughs> you really think about it, hey. I mean, he paid his bill. Yeah. Like, there's I mean, something normal there. My memory of it was that he didn't, he wasn't surprised. Yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah, I mean, maybe that's a good way to, like, get out of an improv group is to do something <laughs> terrifying. I feel like it wouldn't work. It would backfire for us. <laughs> oh, yeah. They'd be like, oh, she's, she's quirky. Oh, bloody head girl. Come back over here. <laughs> oh, she's religious. Cool. Uh, so that's how we became, that's how we initially met each other. Yeah. So with this friendship, we saw, you know, just the ups and downs of our career and knowing, like, struggling actors in, in Hollywood and L.A., it's interesting of who you could rely on to really help you. Like, if it came to. For sure. 
I'm really all about my hair. As low maintenance as my hair is, like I'm really good about my hair. And there was times that you needed to get your highlights done and I just knew how to do it. But it was such a nice bonding time for us because we yeah. really never saw each other. But it's because we were so poor, though. So poor. You did my highlights in your apartment. Oh, then, no, we wait. And I'd be like, let me check on them. I go, I think they're almost done. I think they'll, wash them right now. Wash them right now. No, no. <laughs> so scared. Hurry, rinse Hurry. them off in the bathtub. <laughs> Um, I think you've sk- skimmed over, and I know, like, whatever, but I think it's important and very interesting what you do for work because mm. I think it's very cool. Like, it's, most people don't know what this is, so let's just talk about it a little bit. So you are a fit model. What does a fit model mean, and what do you do? Every single brand, from Levi's to True Religion to Guess, these are just denim brands I'm talking about. But and I'm you talking mean about clothing? Clothing brands, any kind of clothing brand, has one perfect medium size that they fit all the clothing on. So I'm – not a perfect body. I'm perfectly proportional for that brand, for that clothing brand. So they'll put clothing on me and I'll say where it needs to be bigger or smaller or where I can't bend my arm. Like, So I'm not just like the, the form or like a dummy who just puts the clothes on. Mm-hmm. Like there's real life people who have to like talk about it. And then once it, you know, we make it bigger and smaller a couple times and when it finally fits me perfectly, then they make it bigger and smaller and put it in the stores. Yeah. So I am the perfect medium. I just think it's interesting because it's an interesting career that most people won't talk about, which I think is going to come up on the show. Yeah. Maybe in our sponsors. <laughs> TBD. Shout out Distilled. Shout out Distilled. <laughs> we're looking for you. Like, we're best friends, right? I think that's clear. That's obvious. We've been best friends for 18 plus years. I can't believe it. That's I know. unbelievable that you actually said a number that's accurate. Thank you. <laughs> it's your birthday. Help me. <laughs> Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, Tyra Jean just had a really fun birthday in New Orleans. New Orleans. But it was a number that was easy for me to remember how long we're friends without giving away how young you are. How dare you. (laughs) Well, 18 doesn't sound good for us. It's true. Well, we could have been friends since we were one. (laughs) Or at least like four, so you could say we met at a bar. That's true. But I think like we've been friends for a long time, but one of the things that like people think is really cool and something we'll post on our social media so you guys can see it is I got engaged to Art when Art asked me to marry him. And we were, we went back and forth about the wedding because we didn't have any money. And so for a while I was like, let's just, let's just put it off until we can afford it. Like my parents didn't have a lot of money, like whatever. And then my dad being my dad is like, no, you're getting married. I'm going to see my girl married. (laughs) He's very sweet. He picked up the phone. Hmm. I don't remember him picking up the phone, oh. but we did talk at some point. I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, so at that point, so we, like Art and I did go, okay, we're going to get married here. We started planning, whatever. I was going to ask Tina Louise to be my maid of honor. And the other interesting thing about Tina Louise, like fun fact, mm. is that she's run how many? As of today, 30 full marathons. She's run 30 full marathons, In one week will be 31 full marathons. That's crazy. And I don't know how many halves. I think I've done 20 halves. That's amazing. Thanks. That makes you an, I'm a- an athlete. athlete. I'm an athlete. athlete. <laughs> Anyways, so she used to run the LA Marathon when we lived in West Hollywood was right like outside of our apartment door. I came up with this plan where I was going to like like when she runs by. Because I knew where the mile marker where she lived. So I knew to expect her and art outside. Because like, you wanted beer and bananas or something? Yeah, I wanted a small beer and a banana. That's right. It's carb loading. That's right. So I was like, got it, no problem. And so I had told X, like there was help in planning this. So I drew this giant side that said, will you be my maid of honor? And I thought it was very romantic. Wait, I see Tarjean way down the street. And I'm like, I put my arms up. And I had this, when you run marathons and you start so early, it's freezing. A third into the marathon, it gets really warm. And you take off whatever you're wearing. And you throw it to the side of the road. And then they usually pick it up and donate it to, like, Salvation Army or something like that. Yeah. So, but I kept my top on because I had cut a little slit, like, by my neck. And I wanted to tear it off all sexy for her, like Incredible <laughs> Hulk, but, like, slow motion sexy. So I was, I remember thinking, like, God, we're not even there yet. I'm so hot. Like that. And I finally saw Tarji and I raised my arms like, yeah. And I go and I'm tearing it off and it's all like sexy, moving my shoulders side to side. Then all of a sudden I open my eyes and I see the sign and I just start crying. It was so <laughs> Like sweet. tears went out like a clown. Like like people in front of me got wet. <laughs> <laughs> the best part is, is I see you tearing it off and I'm, I say to Art, I'm like, did she not see the sign? This gigantic sign? And then I see her, and you're like, <laughs> it was very and she's sweet. like, are you happy? I'm like, I'm dehydrated. <laughs> and then I, then I had a run. I think it was like a mile 13 that you were at. Like, I still had, what, 13.2 miles to go after seeing you? So Which like, is crazy, because then I went back in and had a waffle. <laughs> 
I went back home and had a waffle. It was a celebratory waffle. You said yes. It was very sweet. So we have that video. We're going to post that on our social media and uh, like Instagram, Twitter. Everywhere you'll find it. If I say social media, that makes me sound 125 years old. So (laughs) On the SM? (laughs) On the SM. (laughs) Anyways, the point is, is I think the other interesting thing about us and or things I wanted to talk about on this podcast, in addition to like the topics about single perspective versus married perspective is, you know, for me, especially because, you know, I do not have a family that's close. Like I'm close to my brother now as an adult, but like growing up, we did not have a close family. So my friends were always very, very important to me. When I was hurt or sad or whatever, I would go to friends. And I think adult friendships are very tricky because especially once you get married, you know, your priorities change and stuff like that. So it can be hard for adult friends to stay very close. But you and I always have, and it's always been very important to me. And I think there's like, I have a lot of friends that make my life rich. And I think for adult women, like, you know, 20s, 30s, 40s, whatever, it's as important to have female friends. Are you crying? (laughs) (laughs) I got mad when you said you have other friends that make you rich. (laughs) Who the fuck is that? Who the for fuck the record, are you talking about? For the record, I wish that worked. I'm like, I'm just putting it out there in the universe. But Friends you mean like, me rich. No, but you mean like they enrich um, your life? Yes. Who are these fucking people? <laughs> it's so rude. How dare you? All my eggs are in your basket. <laughs> Maybe that's All why. All the I- eggs you have left. <laughs> you call them my ovaries old. Why? <laughs> but the point is, is that, the point is, is that adult friendship. Yes need to be cultivated yeah and like you and i are not going to agree all the time and we have not always but you know also i don't think we work on our friendship but that's the thing that's kind of amazing yeah I like I, even when even like when i try specifically not to <laughs> <laughs> i try only to speak when spoken to <laughs> <laughs> but like even when during the show when we did the improv show we can go a long time without talking but like the minute you call like it yeah. was like, oh, what do you need? I'll be there. Or, yeah. What do I need? You'll be there. Or just to talk. It wasn't like, well, now you call me. Like, yeah. it was never like that. Yeah. Now, yeah, you're right. Like, I'm sure you even see it when other married friends. Like, it's even harder because now you have more schedules to deal with. Absolutely. To coordinate, to see each other, yeah. meet each other. And then you put kids in the mix. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fun fact. We don't have kids. We don't have kids. <laughs> no. We don't have kids. We love kids. We are kid magnets the best our audience our best audience is like six-year-olds oh like we crush the six-year-old market (laughs) (laughs) or even like like a two-year-old in a stroller while the parents not looking and i can make like a little devil face the kid will laugh oh god we're really good at that (laughs) terrorizing terrorizing it's our best audience (laughs) it's true i hope more people put more stock in their friendships and understand that as you grow older especially because we've been friends for so long it matters yeah but also your relationship i understand you know you're supposed to marry your best friend sure or something like that (laughs) i skipped that chapter hashtag single (laughs) that best friend's not always gonna be there unfortunately i mean i'm not even talking about people getting divorced or like Maybe someone dies. <laughs> Not to oh, take yeah, it dark. Brighten up the subject. <laughs> no, but like, also people change. You know, friends change. Like adult friends change. Absolutely. Like, you've. I mean, we both know of friends that we've independently had that we, we don't have anymore. Don't have anymore. Sure. But that's people just change. Sure. So the ones that you have that are still here, like yeah. I think it's important. And you do have to put effort into it. Yeah, you do. But for you and I, it's very much part. It's you're an integral part of my life. Everybody should know that. Do I get points back now for mentioning other friends? I almost forgot until right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I really had to, like, think in my head, like, what is she talking about? Now I'm mad. <laughs> but we know people who, when they're in a relationship, they cut everybody out. Oh, yeah. I mean, everybody does, right? Yeah. Like, everybody has that friend who yeah. you're like, this is my friend. I love so much. And no. then they get a boyfriend. You're like, hello, is this thing on? Yeah. Like, did, did you, like, lose your phone? Like, What's you always want to have brunch. You always want to have happy hour. You always want to talk to me yeah. about things or complain about things, which is part of being friends. It's of just course. complaining. Of course. Which is great. You got to vent. You have to vent. And have someone to let you vent without having to give you a point of view. Right. Or, you know, or tell you where you're right or wrong. Right. Moreover, just tell me I'm right. <laughs> I think that's really a lot of friendship what it's what it's about. Well that's something like, what validate you need your to hear. feelings. Like, yeah girl, get it. Yeah. It's like, true. Like that's what yeah. you need. Or like, no, art was wrong. Duh. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> Why are we even talking about it? I appreciate you saying that. Why do you even have to say it? <laughs> <laughs> Love you art. But the point is I think you and I have always been brutally honest with each other in good and bad. Yeah. And that's important too. Yeah. Hopefully 
why people want to listen to us about things is how our friendship is is that we communicate well we don't argue like we don't get mad like we'll argue we argue yeah but it's not like anger like i don't i can't think of like we fought like even when we get upset i'll be like you're hurting my feelings right now. I don't like what you're saying. And you'll be like, I don't understand what you're saying. I'm like, okay, first of all, that's not how I sound. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll talk about it, but that's even few and far between. Yeah. Or if I don't agree, like, well, that's not what I'm saying. You'll be like, then what are you saying? <laughs> why okay. Your- <laughs> okay, why is this what? Why is this your characterization of me? How do I sound? <laughs> about being honest with each other no but we are we communicate well so i think a lot of when we talk about subjects and we don't want to also alienate the male perspective and i think a lot of the guests that we'll have on will help we're gonna have a lot of guys that will have a lot, like a lot of different people on but you know it becomes a mystery for a lot of men especially men 20s 30s who are getting into these long-term relationships to understand why their mate might be having problems with their friends because it's it's a balancing act right mm-hmm. and I think men should understand that your female friendships as a woman are very important and I don't want to neglect my boyfriend I don't want to neglect my fiance I don't want to neglect my husband but this is as important as my time with you for certain certain periods of your life right? yeah when I got married to Art, obviously this is about me and Art, but like I needed your support, I needed Katie's support, I needed Eric, like I need my like crew around me because it's also a terrifying time. Yeah. Because your whole life changes, kind of and not really. Like Art and I are different because we worked together for seven years before we got married, which is a long time for most people. A lot of people, you know, were like, oh my God, when are you guys going to get had married? You. I, I got you beat because remember I was eight years. That's true. Yeah. Eight years dating, then he got engaged. But anyways, the point being is I think that men would get a lot of benefit out of the things we talk about. Yeah. And on that note, I feel like this should be a show topic as well, is it's important for your spouse to have guy friends. 100%. My ex didn't have many guy friends. or He did, but he just didn't make plans with them. Yeah. And it's hard because then it's all on me. I'm trying to cultivate my girlfriends and have – in my outlets, but then if I'm his only focus, and that goes for girls too, that's why you have to have girlfriends or guy friends. I mean, girls can have guy friends. Yeah, okay, absolutely. I have yeah. plenty of guy yeah. friends. But like, but because you can't just put it all on one person for different reasons, it's gonna break down your relationship in a different way. From married point of view, it's gonna put a lot more pressure because you already have that pressure of being real, like you know, have the label. And then if I'm dating someone, that puts a lot of pressure on me too. Like, I don't have any breathing room, and this is a time we're supposed to be getting to know each other. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So guys. Good friends. Hey guys, how you doing? How you doing, guys? Go bowling. <laughs> Go bowling. It's like upper body strength, right? That's right. Yeah, don't get fat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a muddle. I think this podcast, this is going to be unique to our show generally because it's usually going to be you and I plus a guest. A guest is going to come in and tell a fun story. Yeah, it's going to be a fun story relating to the topic that we talk about on the top of the show. Yeah. So then it's going to be called. Treat the trash. Treat the trash. Treat the trash. That's right. So then they'll tell us a story, which will we'll, first we'll get to know our friend. It'll be somebody in the industry or just somebody. Yeah, I mean, I, we have a lot of com- we're friends with like comedians, you know, actors, lawyers, models, lawyers, doctors, doctors. Like we have a lot of great friends that are storytellers, like good storytellers. Yeah. So, so they'll tell us a story that relates it, and then from Tara Jean's married point of view, she'll ask a few questions, and then. From my single point of view, I'll ask a few questions, and then we'll find out at the end if the story is truth or trash. Truth or trash. Truth or truth trash. trash. Also, this is a great platform for us to talk about genuine problems or questions people might be having if you're in a relationship or not in a relationship, and we could tackle a bunch of issues. And I think this is a great opportunity if you have you as the audience have any things that you want us to talk about and maybe debate. We, yeah, like the like when we don't have a friend on telling a story, we have a couple experts that we're going to bring in to talk about these specific issues. Like some of our show topics are going to include things like taxes. Taxes. Now, I didn't know married taxes were a big deal. I just want everybody to know when I was single and I was getting married, I was so excited because in my head I was thinking, oh, my God, finally I'll have this tax burden taken off. It was a rude awakening. See, now I had no idea. I, well, I no didn't either idea. until we got married and we did our taxes together for the first time. And I'm like, I'm sorry, say what? <laughs> yeah. So with that said, we will have a tax expert on 
Yes, we hope to have a tax expert yeah. on. We're going to talk about other stuff that is a big difference for like people. I never thought about things like Uber, like oh. taking an Uber. Safety, Uber safety. It's crazy. It's it's honestly save it for the show. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be this thing. It's going to be this thing. <laughs> and another thing, like, I was telling Tara Jean, is, like, how weird it is now meal planning. Like, yeah. I know I, I know I gave that analogy about, like, the refrigerator being empty and the pantry being empty. But meal planning is weird now. Like, I always cooked for both of us. And yeah. I was happy to do it. But now, was, I mean, really, am I going to eat cabbage soup for four days? <laughs> I know. I like cabbage soup. But <laughs> it sounds poor. Guys, please don't send us cabbage soup. <laughs> But if you do the clear broth, I don't like the tomato broth one. That's like goulash. No, but meal planning is such a big deal about how much, how do I buy food for myself? How much can I meal plan? You know, how much do you cook compared to your husband? You know, oh, almost like he cooks like almost everything. Yeah. But this is things that we'll discuss too, you know, yeah. and how, who buys the groceries, you know, yeah, like, talk about you know, like how you break up the grocery buying. Yeah. Okay, everybody, this is the part that I'm excited about. Okay, so instead of doing truth or trash for this episode, we're going to do three questions. Uh, for the record, I was against this. I know you were against <laughs> this, and I'm so excited about it. So basically, since Teen Louise and I, like at this particular juncture, we're, we're just starting this podcast. It's new. I think we should ask each other questions about like things that we're either apprehensive about or things that we're excited about or things that we're wondering what the other thinks about what's going to happen with the future of this podcast. Mm. So this is three questions. So we're each going to ask three questions to each other, which we have not seen in advance so, i'm very scared well, I, I wrote my three questions i wrote more because i don't know how deep you're gonna get so i, <laughs> <laughs> so I did some and i have like on the, in the margins i have like like a sad face oh. happy face <laughs> anger face <laughs> to I remind like me anger face like mm. well, i might get there okay do you want to go first no okay <laughs> okay so here's my first question are you concerned or do you think there are going to be friends of ours or people we know that are going to be upset with us for some of the things we talk about or stories we tell? Huh. I don't think our close friends will listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being honest. I think they get so much of us. That's true. Like if a couple of our close friends, I don't think they're going to take the time to listen. Or they know us. They'll be like, I already know this. I've already heard this before. Like, I, I don't. But then the outside circle friends, I'm going to say no. Okay. Because I think we are, we're not mean-spirited people. No, I, I, I don't imply that at all. Yeah. I think it's more of like, we're going to, I think we're going to get very personal on this show. And I think we're going to talk a lot. And I was like, ooh, I wonder if there's stories that people. Plausible deniability. <laughs> that is a real phrase. And that's what we do. So if so-and-so says, were you talking, me, talking about me about that? I'd be like, no. no. Why would you think that? Ask your boyfriend. <laughs> All right, my question. Oh, now I'm oh, scared. Oh, now I am scared. Oh, I don't like this. That I did. Why do we do this? This is a terrible <laughs> right. idea. I know. I think I'll go easy. Oh, okay. I didn't know there was levels of difficulty. Yeah. There is. All right. Since you are more in charge of our social media, like you're really good with like posting pictures and kind of being more technically savvy. Thank you. I'm very young. <laughs> Until you say the word millennial. Every time you say damn millennials, I'm like, she's so old. Shut up. But it is. It's like the oldest thing you could say. It's true. Anyways. Um, how will you deal with trolls? Because you know we're going to get backlash of like, who do you guys think you are? And why you guys think you're so important? That is such a good question. Um, and <laughs> I'm glad that you just got excited for yourself for asking your question. it's funny i hadn't thought about that but i think 100 percent we're going to like there's no question but will mind. you will you just let them post Ooh. and just erase their post or will you answer them back honestly i don't even think i can answer that at this question really? because me as me as tara like i am a very methodical person i pay attention to lots of i read lots of news i was you know a political science double major in school so i feel like i was also in debate how dare you <laughs> but the point being is i don't like injustice and yeah. i don't like people being ill-informed i'll do my best to ignore things that don't serve us will you refer to me like before you respond or will you just respond tbd baby because you know what i would like you to do i well, want you to restart okay. responding like how like jack in a box does on twitter now and arby's you ever see oh. like they always like you like know, a little snarky comment. I like that kind of response. I mean, it'll be a snarky comment no matter yeah. how you oh, cut yeah. it. Yeah, that's just in your DNA. I can't. But that's not. something I was thinking about. I'm like, oh, because obviously, just being women, 
Yeah, almost no, like that's girls. Exactly. Just being women, women, we're just going to be like, well, who do they think they are? Look at the, sound, the sound of their voices is terrible. Oh, yeah, we know. We love it. I get it. <laughs> we were getting ready <laughs> to do this podcast. Uh, we could hear our voices in our headphones, and I couldn't hear it quite like loud enough. So she turned it up, and I'm like, oh, it sounds so much better loud. <laughs> It sounds so much better loud. It's true. Why do people complain about us? I don't. I don't know that. That's a good question. That's a good answer. All right. Well, we'll see what happens with that. It's true. Bring it on, trolls. Question number two. Eat, go. What are we going to do when one of our relationship statuses, and I'm this is mostly aimed at you, change it? I have that as question three. <laughs> I wrote that. I said, we're not going. See, mine was... Uh, Will the show go on if one or both of our statuses changes, and this how? Is something to talk about. Uh, this is my projection. No, you for can't. Your you can't life. answer your own okay, question. Fine. Oh, that's right. But you said it was your question too. <laughs> I know, but you asked it first. Okay, fine. Go. Well, we can answer together. We'll make question two a dual answer. I think because we have the experience now, you do know what it was to date somebody, to get engaged, to get married, to be married. Right. I know what it was to always be in a relationship to be in a long-term relationship, to be engaged, to be free, and now to start dating. These are things that we can still talk about. Sure. And I think, let's say something changes in your status, you still Which have- Which won't, Art. Do not <laughs> fret. I'm, I'm very happy in my relationship. Say it I again. I think I should say it a say few it more times. <laughs> Nothing is wrong. No, everything is everything fine. Everything is fine. Do you see how tense my whole body is? <laughs> yes. Don't read into this. It really was the chances I'm gonna get married. <laughs> I mean, pretty I'm, high. Really? Oh, I feel so bad. I mean, I feel so I'm bad for that guy. <laughs> I feel so bad for that guy. Why would you say that? Luckiest man on earth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm a catch, but like, I'm a lot. Oh, I don't. I can't. I just can't see. I can't see me changing right now. And even sure. if I'm in a relationship, I think this is something we talked about. I have always been single. Even though I've always been in a relationship, I've always, you know, I was engaged. I'm still technically single on a form, an end kind of form. Right. I'm Until single. Until you're married, you're single. Yeah. So I've always been single. So like I have that. Right. I thought it would be interesting too is like say person will come into your life at some point or another and it'll be interesting to see your journey going from a person who then is single to now like what's the stages right mm-hmm. and whoever you date it's gonna have to be fine with the fact that we talk about it. like art has no choice he didn't <laughs> oh. even get a vote like we haven't even gotten into art because you know what we're gonna talk about art a lot i I'm think sure. art should have a whole another we all whole segment on art <laughs> if we ever interview art he's gonna be so angry oh us. no we'll just we'll, he'll have alcohol oh ooh. oh yeah well he'll have food <laughs> he'll, he'll cook great. his own food it'll be great that he has to eat it'll be great but also isn't being married Kind of like being a nominate, being nominated for an Academy Award. So every time no, they, the answer is no. But wait, to that but question. isn't it like then every time they introduce you, they'd be like nominated award. How do they say that? You know, like because they say like when they introduce you, once you got nominated for an Academy Award. Oh, like, you're always an Academy Award nominee. Not, yeah. Okay. So once you're married, you're and then let's say you're non-married. Right. I don't want to say the D, but let's say non-married. Right. But you will always be one that was formerly married. Like you'll always be married. Sure. I mean. Yeah. Once you get D, though, you're definitely, like, there's very reasons you're D is because you're not married anymore. Yeah, but you still have the experience of. That's true. And also, I think with the show, Single versus Married, I think, I mean, it would probably be really good for the show in, like, a year if you did get D. Because, <laughs> 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 because then you can say, like, how that was. Because I'm sure, oh me, I'm sure, like, the breakdown of my engagement is going to come up. And I think yeah. that is such a, there's such a harder stigma of breaking up breaking off an engagement than getting divorced. In California, I mean, it's not that big of a deal when people get divorced. We even have the the six-month cooling off process right. just because they don't want people to really do that shotgun, you know, like, you're getting divorced. All right, sit on it for six months. All right, fine, you got a divorce. Right. People get divorced, it's not like, oh, they got divorced. It's like, good, I didn't like them. You know, stopping engagement, people are like, I bought you an engagement gift. <laughs> you know, like, like we had to put up with them, pretend like we're happy about this. Like, that's true. It was a, and then also expectations. And then it's like, well, why did you say yes? Like, yeah, I think that's the big thing for people. It's like, why would you say yes? It's like, just like anything when personally, like, there's so many factors that go into this, like getting engaged or the reason you guys were engaged. We'll get into this. Mm-hmm. But I'm, it's interesting that we both had that question. Yeah. Because I thought that was a good question. My second question. Hmm, second and a half. <laughs> Taking half credit for that last question. Okay. Uh, all right. So when it comes to this podcast, single versus married, what makes 
our points of view more relevant than Mary and Jane's? I want one adjective about me and one adjective about you. Mm, that's a good question. I'm going to say for you, unedited. Mm. You wear your heart on your sleeve a lot. So I think, and I, I also think because, and we're not giving away any, like we're not saying age or anything. I'm just saying is after you've, you've been out in the world, you have experiences like a human to like bring to dating. And so I think it's interesting that, not given anything away, you're not 21. <gasps> <laughs> I dress like it. So it's not like you're like, you're out there going, oh God, I want to find a husband and, and have a baby. It's like, you're not, you're looking for a partner who you enjoy being around. And I think that's way more interesting to a lot of people than like, okay, here we go, guys. I, like your, your goal is not to get married. That's not my... Not your end goal. Yeah, like I want to meet somebody. I want to have fun. I want to not hate them. You know, <laughs> like I want things not Fair to feel enough. pressured. And then, you know, I'm never going to say no to marriage, but right. like that's not like why I'm trying to meet somebody. But I would say a majority of people date to find the person they want to marry. Oh. And I'm saying it's like, like oh. if that's the result for you, I think that's great. But I also don't think that's your goal. You're not like, oh, my life's not complete unless I get married. Mm-hmm. There are people. That that is, and that's, there's nothing wrong or right about it. That's just like the differences in, in marriage. Like when I got, when Art and I started dating, which was a long time ago, I never thought I was a person who would ever get married. It just didn't make sense to me. But then, but also because you didn't want, you weren't planning on having children. But that wasn't true when I was in my 20s. When I, I knew you? Yeah. Oh, you want to have kids? I didn't, it wasn't that I wanted to or didn't want to. I was, I think I was open to what is the life I want to lead and where am I going? Mm. And I think that's exactly what happened when Art and I decided that marriage was for us for the next step is because we were at a place in life where I was like, we both felt very circling the same pools. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. So anyways, I, the point being is I don't think that's why your your end goal of dating. Mm-hmm. And then what adjective, what makes you different? Oh, I have to pick my own adjective? Yeah. Well, I'm a married person who we don't have kids. We have no intention of having children. So I think... I stay with art and I love art and I want to be a partner because he's he makes my life better. He makes me better. Do I get points for that? Art. Art. <laughs> but it's true. I think Cause art, you, you know, because you, you're married with – see, some people get married and immediately have children. And sure. then their life is not just married. It's married with children. Yeah, of course. Like, and then you'll never just be married. There's something brilliant that you're in right now. You're just married. Yeah. So it's like your focus is – the marriage right you know not uh, not obviously the whole world but right. i'm saying like there's no other outside things other than so, the two cats so i think some people would call my adjective selfish <laughs> <laughs> and that's why i love you <laughs> i don't think that's true at all i think that's a good one unedited unedited that's such a hard word to say unedited unedited <laughs> all right my third question and final okay jesus okay and final question do you think we are going to get first. Which one do you think we're going to get first? That's part one. Hate mail or fan mail? And then what do you think either the hate mail and fan mail will be about? Oh, I got this one. Okay. <laughs> I think the first thing is going to be fan mail. Oh, that's nice. That's very positive. But I think it's going to be like something about our bodies because someone saw our pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's going to be something, like, highly sexualized, sure. which you're like, you'll get mad. And I'll be like, oh, my hair did look good. You know? Because <laughs> what bothers me and what bothers you are two totally different things. That's true. It really is. Like, I'm certain things, I'm like, oh, I don't even care about that. Then, right. like, the little mundane things, I'm like, that is rude. Oh, we shall see. Ugh. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. What about hate mail? Oh, hate mail. I think it will be uh, about our bodies. And... <laughs> No, I think no, the hate mail, I think, will be... Fair enough. I think it will be the people who are listening to our show already to be intolerant of us. Sure. You know, like, they're coming in already trying hate to... Listening. The hate Yeah. Like, don't we want to listen? Don't listen then. Yeah. We're not everyone's cup of tea. I mean, listen. subscribe and like, yeah. but don't listen. Yeah. Just don't leave a comment. <laughs> Just subscribe. Unsubscribe. Subscribe. We know people, like, especially if we're at a restaurant or a bar, like, we'll get some side eyes or oh, an airplane. Yeah. Like, we'll get side eyes. And then we'll have other people will be like, we hear you guys talking. You guys are hilarious. Yeah. So we're not for everybody. But we have very earnest goals of being here. Yeah. We really want to fill this void of just saying things that maybe you as the audience have been thinking. You know, like, well, my, my married friends don't understand that it's so hard to make dates with them because they're, they're you know, your event planning is for two people. Right. Like, and I'm always, I know my schedule and I'm always available. Like, right. it's, and 
And, I, I, and we're like, I just wish that my single friends, you know, there's this whole, which I want to do an episode on, is about the third wheel. Like, that's so, I hate that feeling. I hate that thought that, like, a single person feels like the third wheel. Like, I want you both, I want you to be there with me and my husband. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. It's like, it has nothing reflection to do with a wheel. Yeah, so, but that's, that's it, right. I wonder, I wonder even where the phrase came from. Google it. Um, <laughs> Um, all right, Google it. Google it. <laughs> Stop cooking. Mm-mm. <laughs> Keep, Keep cooking. cooking. <laughs> but like if we have earnest intentions. We really want to give different points of view. And I think what makes us have any kind of expertise is what we've already said. It's just because of how we're able to communicate it. Everybody has experiences. Of course. You know, you know ours is just a little more traumatic. Yeah, Not, maybe you know, for sure yeah. more traumatic. And yeah. I think we're going to have interesting people on. We just talk about this fear of life and dating and yeah. fear of success, fear of failure. Like these are all things. You're getting too deep. That's too deep. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> Assisted suicide. Okay. <laughs> so that didn't go horrible. I mean, I don't think so. No, I think it went really well. Like I feel like I know more about you. I know. 18 years. 18 years. 18 years. Love it. I'm very excited to be on this journey with you, by the way. I'm glad we've been friends since we were two. Mm. <laughs> Do the math, everybody. Do the math. <laughs> we would love if you followed us on our social media accounts. We have our Instagram, which is single versus married podcast. That's single vs married podcast. Our Twitter is single v married. Couldn't get the S. So we're couldn't single. get the podcast. Thanks a lot, Twitter. <laughs> so we're just single v married. Mm. But that's fun. And on Facebook, we are single versus married podcast. That's single versus married podcast. And we would love it. We're always going to put some content up. We're hoping to put out a show a week. We're always be posting things, especially if it's relevant to the show. If there's a picture or video. Yeah, articles. Articles with the engagement video that we have that we spoke about earlier. Like, we'll post that on our social media. And then you get to know us. So you put a face to the name. Yeah. So I think the last shout-out we want to give, too, is you heard the amazing Mm. uh, intro music. And all the music you'll hear on this show is by Jonathan Buchanan, who is in a band called Campfire Cassettes. You can find him on Facebook at Campfire Cassettes. He's on Instagram. His handle is Choking on Media, which I get. <laughs> I choking get it. on Media. Anyway, so we want to thank Jonathan. Oh, he's a hell of a guy. He's a hell so of patient. a guy. So patient. We're about to embark on this journey. Here we go. We are very excited for you guys to be here with us. Thank you so much. I'm Tar Jean O'Brien. I'm Tina Louise Eckert. I'm married. And I'm single. <laughs> that sounds so sad. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye.